Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. It's that time. It's time to talk week 16 and the National Football League. I'm joined by Bill in Florida. And Bill, how about my Minnesota Vikings? Did you count them out on Saturday? No, I didn't. I was watching the game and I, I kept watching and watching. And a friend of mine who live bets put a dollar on that at plus 3,000 when they were down 33 nothing, and he won 30 bucks back. So I was pretty impressed with them. And my Bucks didn't do so well. Part. Yeah, it was. I was really surprised he did that. Well, I mean, I wasn't surprised he did that, but I was surprised that uh, it pulled off. Yeah, I wouldn't advise betting the underdog down 33 nothing very often in the NFL. That's just my two cents there, but I'm glad it worked out for him. I'm glad it worked out for me as a Viking fan. Uh, before we get to our picks this week, I'm running another contest. It's a Battle Royale on Better Edge. $50 added to the payout this time. $5 entry. Winner take all again. Just checked it before I got here on the podcast. We have 11 entries so far. So the payout's currently at 105 Still time to join. Even if you don't join by Thursday, you can join for the Saturday games, the Sunday games, the Monday night game. Opportunity. It was fun last week, and hopefully it'll be another shootout this week. And uh, once again, that's on Better Edge for the Battle Royale. So now, Bill, let's lead us off with a winner. Who do you got? I got America's team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, at the New York Jets. Plus the one, it's gone up to one and a half. I think the Jags are a really good team. They're getting their stuff together right now. They've got the right people in the right place. They're only 6-8 and eight against the spread this season. But Trevor Lawrence's splits are amazing when you look at it at home he has 11 touchdowns and five interceptions and a 92.1 qbr on the road as you saw last week he has 13 touchdowns two interceptions and a 101.5 qbr so i think they're finally locked in i'm i I really believe that they're going to be a a contender in the next couple years Travis Entienne is running the ball like he was back at Clemson his, with his teammate, Trevor Lawrence. Zay Jones is playing out of his head, and I think it's going to be a tight game. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars win this straight up, and I know they're going to cover that one-and-a-half-point spread. I hear we're going against each other on this one. Yeah, we're, we're going to start uh, against each other. I, I agree with you, Bill. The Jaguars are on the rise. I like the pieces. I like what the coaching staff is doing there. But I'm going to back the Jets minus the one and a half at home against the Jags. Jets have lost three straight games. They've been against the Vikings, the Bills, and the Lions. So you got a pair of 11-3 and three teams and then a red-hot 7-7 seven and seven team. So not exactly terrible losses there. The Jets are now a game out of the playoffs, just like the Jaguars. The Jags, like you said, have actually won three out of four games with wins over the Cowboys, Titans, and the Ravens. So that's a solid list. I can't knock them for that. Both teams need the win to stay in the playoff race. The Jags have the better offense, but I believe in that Jets defense. And Zach Wilson returned last week for the Jets, and he actually put up his third best rating of the season. He wasn't bad. This is a battle of the top two picks from 2021. I'm going to back Wilson and the Jets at home. Going head-to-head with Bill, that's normally good luck for Bill. I'm on the Jets, minus the one and a half. Okay, the next game I got is the Patriots at home, giving up three points to the Bengals. Now, the Bengals uh, came back and beat the snot out of my Buccaneers, which I'm not really happy. But I also watched the Patriots lose last week 
to um, that incredible play at the end of the game where there was Jones on Jones crime and Chandler Jones scored a touchdown. <laughs> and to back it up, the Patriots were six and one against the spread against the Bengals in their last seven games. And the Pats, the Pats are also four, one and one against the spread after a loss this season. I think Belichick's not going to let them forget that loss. And I think they're going to hold serve in their own stadium this, this week. The last time the Bengals won in Foxborough was December 7th, 1986, with Boomer Esiason at the helm. <laughs> so I really don't know if the bank, if the Patriots are going to cover this. Or, I mean, I think the Patriots are going to cover this. I don't know if they're going to straight up win, but I think they're going to be a lot closer than the three points say. What say you? I like that play. I can't believe the last time since he won at New England was before the icky shuffle even. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to the Boomer Esiason days, that's kind of fun there. And when you mention that Patriots finish, I just have to tell a quick story. My wife makes fun of me all the time because I always tell her, I've never seen this before. On Saturday when the Vikings rallied from 33 nothing down, I tell her, I've never seen anything like this in my entire life watching the NFL. She didn't believe me. Then when I watched the end of that Patriot game against the Raiders, I tell her, I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. Yeah, that's the way this season's going. Um, so just had to add on to that uh, Patriot comment. I, I just couldn't believe what I witnessed there. That's uh, that's for sure. But my second play is going to be the Cleveland Browns minus the two and a half over the New Orleans Saints. The Browns are actually four and two at home. I had to do a double check on that because that's a better record than I expected. The Saints are only one and five on the road this season. Cleveland has won three of four, including by 10 last week against Baltimore. The injury report, of course, scares me for the Browns. They have lots of key players questionable as of today. We'll see how that progresses during the week, though. Overall, the Browns' defense is improving. They're giving up now 23.3 points per game. Deshaun Watson's rating has improved in each of his first three starts this season, so that's a positive. The Saints won, but they didn't cover against the Falcons. Their defense has been solid for New Orleans, but I don't expect many points from that offense. This should be a low-scoring game. I'm actually shocked Bill doesn't have the under in this one. The Browns, (laughs) though, are the better team, so I'm going to take Cleveland at home, minus the two and a half over New Orleans. Well, speaking of totals, my next one is a total, and I went 2-0 last week against the the, uh, total. The Bears hosting the Bills over the 40.5 points. Now, I know it's going to be cold. It's supposed to be minus 11 there at kickoff, but apparently it doesn't matter because I'm the only sissy that doesn't like the cold. Um, the over is 7-1 and one in Bears games in their last eight games. And it's funny because the best team against the over is the Bears at 9-5. And one of the worst teams against the over is the Bills at 4-10-1. And, and the Bears average 21.4 points per game at home. The Bills averaged 27 and a half points per game during the season. I They drop a little bit on the road at 23.7. I like the over here, but I like the Bears to cover. But the official play is the Bears and Bills over the 40 and a half. And just to throw out a player prop in there, Justin Fields averages 159 <laughs> passing yards per game at home. And 155 passing passing yards um, on the road. So I like the under. No matter if the number is the only time I would ever really say the over would be at 130. 
but it's been popping up one. I think it's been 160 the last couple times, and I've hit the under on that a couple few times on that. So I really like the Bears and the Bills to go over the 40 and a half points. Bill, I have to give you some props here. You are more steadfast on your handicaps than I even am when it comes to college basketball. You and Justin Fields, I can't wait for the two of you meet <laughs> face-to-face one day. Uh, and congrats to you, by the way, in your prop bets. I think you went five and two last week. So nice work there. And you can follow Bill on Twitter. And uh, he puts a lot of his plays out there. But I think you said during that handicap, you also like the Bears plus the nine. That's actually my play. I'm on the Bears plus the nine against the Bills. The Bills, as we know, they've won five straight. The Bears have lost seven straight, seven straight games. That's not good, but they haven't quit. They battled back and lost by five last week against the Eagles. The Bills are in the playoffs, but they still have home field at stake, so they do have something to play for. This could still be a trap spot for the Bills. Little letdown after locking things up against the Dolphins last Saturday, and now they have a big showdown against the Bengals sitting on deck. I know Bill doesn't like Fields' passing numbers, but I love his rushing numbers. The Bears need to build some momentum for next year. Winning a game like this would really help them. I think the Bills ultimately win, but the Bears are going to cover. I'm on Chicago in the Windy City, plus the nine over the Bills. I like that. And one of the props I hit last week was Justin Fields um, over 65 yards rushing. The next pick that I have, though, is the stinking Packers going down to Miami as six and a half point underdogs. Now, Miami lost in the road. Up in the cold in Buffalo, I know. But the Packers won, and it looks like they might be coming back. Now, they've got some key injuries. You know, A.J. Dillon just got released from the concussion protocol. But I think they still might be the Packers. I wouldn't count Aaron Rodgers out of it as much as I dislike him. And I wouldn't, just like I wouldn't count Tom Brady out. And I'm starting to dislike him. Anyway. This is going to be a closer game than we can imagine. I think Rodgers is worse this year than any other year in his life, posting an 82.4 QBR on the road. I don't think that they win the game, but I do think they cover that six and a half point spread, even though I hate them. I don't want to agree with you there, and I'm not going to, actually. I'm not sure how that game is going to turn out. Part of me thinks the Dolphins win by 20, but and there's part of me that thinks the Packers sneak out a win by like three and the Dolphins are imploding down the stretch here, but we'll find out. My fourth play is an interesting one. I think I'm going to get eggs tossed at me. I'm going to take the Panthers plus the three over the Lions. I'm starting to think everyone wants the Motor City Kitties to make the playoffs for Christmas. I think the Lions might be America's team as of today. They started one and six. Now they're seven and seven. They've won three consecutive road games at Chicago, at the Giants, and at the Jets. The Lions rank fifth in scoring this year. They're the third best team in the red zone, and they're a plus four in the turnover differential. But thanks to Bill's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Panthers actually still hold all the cards for the NFC South. They still control their own destiny. Last week was frustrating to watch. Bill and I both backed the Panthers against Pittsburgh, and the Steelers went 12 of 16, converting on third down. Time and time and time again, We had an opportunity to get him off the field and could not get that critical stop. I expect the third down defense to be much better today or this week for the Panthers. And Jared Goff, by the way, he's only thrown three touchdowns on the road this season. Keep that number in mind come Sunday. I'm not a believer yet in Detroit. I'm going to take the home dog plus the three 
Give me Carolina plus the three over Detroit. And I like that play a lot. I think that's one I might roll with myself. The next play I got is the Buccaneers traveling to Cardinal, Arizona. The first half under the assumed right now about 21 points. I have to find some way to get a W for my team, at least for me and my team. Arizona is 21st in first half scoring, and the Bucs are 30th in first half scoring this year. Cardinals average 9.8 a season, and the Bucs average 8.1 a season. And last week, they scored 17 points in the first half, which is the best they've done since coming back from Germany in week 12. The last three Cardinals games, they've averaged 12.0 points per game in the first half, and the Bucks have ordered have um, averaged six and a half points per game. Their last three games on the road, or their last three games first half. This is going to be an interesting game because it's not Kyler Murray. It's not Colt McCoy. It's going to be Trace. I cannot remember his name. Trace McSorley from Penn State. Who's gonna and if you look at the season for the Bucks, they've lost to PJ Walker. They've lost to um they've lost to a bunch. They lost to uh Jacoby Brissett. They've lost to a lot of second and third string games. I think that they lose this game. I like the Cardinals to cover six, but I like the total better. I like the first half total under the 21. Thank you, Bill. When in doubt, play the first half under, and that is definitely a game that I would be in doubt with. I don't trust your offense. I don't trust Mm -mm. their offense. So that's a perfect first half under. I absolutely love that play. And if I have a podcast on Sunday, I think I will be adding that to my card because I love those first half unders. Okay, my fifth pick, well, it's Bill's team from early in the year. It's the Baltimore Ravens minus the seven over the Atlanta Falcons. So is Lamar back? I'm not sure. What I do know is Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman is feeling the heat. The Ravens are hanging out with the Texans and the Colts at the bottom for red zone efficiency. That's not a good place to be, by the way, if you didn't know. Lucky for them, though, the Falcons D isn't the best. The Falcons are 5-9, and and they covered for me last week, so thank you, Atlanta. But Ritter didn't give me the spark that I wanted to see. He was only 13 of 26 in the air for less than 100 yards. The Falcons, we know, they've been able to play a much easier schedule. Well, number one, they're in the NFC South. That's a good starting point. They still have a chance to win the division, but I expect the Ravens to remind us all of their upside potential once this game's done. I think the Ravens make a statement, and they cover the seven over Atlanta. So that's my five. Bill, what are what, what did you kind of eliminate at the very end? I'll tell you the last game I cut, and I maybe even pulled it off after the Franco Harris news passing away. I took the Raiders plus three at the Steelers off the card. That was my last cut. And my second to last cut, it was maybe a little ah, purple pride, I guess, but I was going to play the Vikings against the Giants. Those are the last two plays I cut on my card. What would you think about those two? Which ones again? I, I, I was going to play the Raiders plus the three at the Steelers, and I was going to oh. play the Vikings minus the four at home against the Giants. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that Steelers-Raiders game now that Franco Harris passed away today. So I, I think they're going to be very motivated to um, to win that game. The other game I was looking at was the Commanders in San Francisco with seven points. I, I almost jumped on the Heineke train again, but <laughs> I just didn't have the, I didn't have the guts. And to be honest with you, the Giants in Minnesota. 
in Minnesota, the way the Giants played last week, it it, it really shocked me. But, you know, it, they played great defense. They kept the total under 40. Thank you. Um, those are the last two plays I had. And it was going back and forth. I didn't want to play Minnesota too many times in, you know, in a row. And I didn't want to really, I, I didn't want to buy into Taylor Heineke as much as I had in the earlier days. But I like that Ravens pick. I think that's going to be a good pick because Lamar should be back. I hope so. And I hope he's effective. But, uh yeah, I think the Falcons are the right team for them to get healthy against. That's that's my guess anyway. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, I'm really nervous. I, I know you liked the card this week. I was not a fan of the card this week and not sure what that means, but we'll see how it plays out anyway. Yeah, I had some good uh, instincts on, on this one. Yeah, no, I, I feel good about the card for you. Um, thank you, as always, for joining us. And, and Bill, why don't you recap your five? I'll recap my five and I'll just say happy holidays to everyone out there before Bill goes into his picks. And my first pick was the Jags plus one on the road in New York against the Jets. The Patriots at home, home underdogs at three points against the Bengals. The Bears and the Bills over the 40 and a half points. The stinking Packers plus six and a half in Miami. And the Bucks and the Cardinals first half total under the assumed 21. I think that's where it's going to stop at. I like him, Bill. I, I, I'm going to tell everyone right now that first half under between the Bucks and the Cards, if that doesn't end up at 19 and a half, I will absolutely be <laughs> stunned. So if you can still get it above 20, I would grab it because that's just my experience betting first half unders. Games like that, uh, they end up under 20. I, I always like to grab them at 20 or above. Um, so my five for this week, head to head with Bill. I'm on the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 minus the one and a half against the Jaguars. I'm on the Cleveland Browns, minus the two and a half over the New Orleans Saints. Hopefully, they don't need me to suit up on Saturday. A little worried about that injury report. I'm on the Chicago Bears, plus the nine against the Buffalo Bills. Don't be shocked if the Bears actually end the losing streak. That's a crazy thought, but it could happen. I'm on the Panthers, plus the three against the Lions. I may end up looking like a fool there. If Detroit's the real deal, they can win that by a couple touchdowns. But I think the Panthers are going to keep it close, if not win that game outright. And then I'm on the Ravens to make a statement over the Falcons. I expect an easy double-digit winner there, but we'll find out. So that's my card. That's Bill's card. And once again, thank you for joining us always here on the podcast. Manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.